I sit apart in an upper room, waiting. I trust as I have been told to wait. I don't know what I'm waiting for. I don't really know why I'm waiting. The future seems uncertain. This year, more than most, the sense of isolation and uncertainty is felt more keenly. Through the lens of the current lockdown, we consider the apostles, who in Acts 1 had had their Lord and Master taken from them yet again. He had promised them wonderful things, but none of them could quite be sure what they were waiting for. Okay, change of pace now. Happy Pentecost! Secondly, a warning for you all that you'll need to bear with me today. The clips that are interspersed through the talk do have relevance to today's reading, even though they may not be immediately obvious. my shoes so you go ahead I'll catch up okay okay When she runs, she looks like a cross between Kermit the Frog and the Six Million Dollar Man. Well, what is Pentecost anyway? Our reading set out what we celebrate today as Pentecost, and it is two things. Firstly, God's gift to his apostles on that Pentecost, and secondly, the fulfilment of God's promise to send us his spirit to be with us forever and to dwell in us. But it was... And it also is an ancient Jewish festival celebrating 50 days since Passover. That meant that there were loads and loads of people there in Jerusalem. What a challenge to witness your new faith on one of the holiest days of the religion that persecuted and executed your leader. How might we respond? Probably best to keep your heads down, lay low and start telling your friends one by one to try and convince them to come to church. Well, with the power of the Holy Spirit, the apostles did the opposite. The Acts reading starts with a real supernatural display of God's power. A good test of whether you read the notice sheet this week, you were asked to cut out the flame that's on it. This is our tongue of fire. Don't worry if you haven't done it now. You could do it after if you like or maybe even make your own. If you have done it, can I ask that you stand it on your head now, the little tongue of flame? How might that make you feel? You might feel self-conscious. After all, you're holding a paper flame on your head. You may yearn for a similar experience to prove that God is real you may be frightened of what it might bring. You might desire to know God in you, having never experienced him personally before. Think on it for a minute.
We know that the disciples had been together fervently praying for days and had expectation that something would happen. But what? I'm sure that none of them expected anything as life-changing as what did happen. As Christians, we believe God keeps his promises. We are promised that the Spirit of Truth, the Holy Spirit, a very part of the Trinity, will live with us and be in us. How wonderful. Every day we can have the same Spirit in us as the Apostles in the Acts reading were filled with. Does that excite you? Does that scare you? Both? Something else? Do you pray with the expectation and hope? Do you truly long to be filled with the Holy Spirit? So I invite all of you now listening to ask God, in the expectation that you have and in the expectation that the Apostles have, to fill you with his Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that the Apostles were filled with. If you are willing, say silently with me. Lord Jesus, fill me with your spirit of truth today. Well, I, I should have told you the truth. Uh-huh, which is? <laughs> well, you know, the reason that I didn't want to go running with you is because, um, well, you know, the way that you run is just a little... <laughs> so? Well, it's embarrassing. People were looking at us like we were crazy. Why do you care? Because they're people. <laughs> but people that you don't know and will never see again. Yes, but still, they are people with eyes. <laughs> well, I didn't get embarrassed running next to Miss... <laughs> but, oh, okay. No, no, I can see why running with me would be embarrassing to you. Yeah, okay. You're uptight. What? I, I am not uptight. Listen, I am not uptight, man. That's okay, Rachel. I'm not judging you. That's just who you are. Me, I'm more free. You know, I run like I did when I was a kid. Because it's the only way it's fun. You know? I mean, didn't you ever run so fast you thought your legs were going to fall off? You know, like when you were like running toward the swings or, or running away from Satan? <laughs> the neighbor's dog. Are you drunk, the crowds asked. No, answers Peter. We are full of the Holy Spirit that has been poured out on all people. In being filled with the Holy Spirit... I imagine the flood of joy of knowing God's presence, the flood of peace that comes from overwhelming release from the worries of this world. They were in that precarious position, worried and frightened, uncertain of the future. And, they, and then they were expected to do a really dangerous thing. But so what? They knew God's presence with them and in them. Wow! That's so exciting. Our faith is based not on knowledge, but on love. And it's based on God's love for us. This does make it an emotional faith, receiving and sharing joy, not particularly knowledge. 
a bit uncomfortable for us British, I admit. The disciples were not scholars. They shared their personal encounters and experiences, as can each one of us. Reflecting on that joy, do we overflow with love for Jesus? Is it irrepressible within us? How would you describe how God the Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit make you feel? Or could you describe a time where you were filled with God's joy? When we think about Jesus like this, it doesn't have to be profound or theologically deep. This is about feelings personal to you. Do we feel more like Phoebe in the clip, running with abandon? Or do we feel more like the uptight Rachel, too worried about what others will think to be able to share our faith with others? So why did the Holy Spirit come? Not just to give us a warm, fuzzy, personal feeling, but also, importantly, to pour out his Spirit on all the peoples, or in some translations, all the nations. This is not about personal contentedness. Each one of us is on a personal mission for God. We are called and we are all chosen. Unique as we are, as fragile as we may feel, as flawed as we all are, true joy comes from sharing the good news that we personally know with others. The Spirit came and filled each one of them and then equipped them to do great works through the name of Jesus Christ. God gave them so many different languages that all the people gathered from far distant places, heard the good news and the wonders of God in their own language. This is the same spirit promised to us. In our flaws, sometimes through our flaws, God can act to bring the message to others. Will we, like Rachel in that last clip, find the liberation of throwing off our fears and just being joyful? Are we able to demonstrate that joy in front of whoever is watching? As we heard in the Gospel reading, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. That's us, folks. We, Our hearts should flow forth with streams of living water. Are we ready? Are we ready to let God's living waters flow out of us to all those around us? Okay, can you take the flame if you have cut it out and turn it over? If you couldn't print it or you couldn't cut it out, maybe you can draw a simple flame instead. 
So on the back, I want you to write the name or names of people that you feel need to know the joy of life in God's presence. Unlike what often happens in these situations, we're not going to pray for them. But with God's spirit on us and in us, I want us to pray that we are equipped to bring God's joy to them. That our rivers can pour out living water to them. Then, as we go about our week, I want you to pin it on your fridge or on your bedroom door or next to your computer monitor. Then every time you look at it, you can pray for God to make our hearts flow like living waters to them. Happy Pentecost. Father God, we thank you for this amazing gift of your Holy Spirit available to all. Lord, just make us open to your word. Make us open to your spirit. Allow us to be channels of love and living water, to be a witness to all nations. Amen.